0: Welcome to our very first episode of Curious Speaks.
1: My name is Sean. And
0: my name is Esther.
1: Nice to meet you, everybody.
0: We are so excited to start this new podcast.
1: We are a little bit uh, nervous, and uh, please bear with us for the first episode.
0: But also very excited. Yes. So So just a little bit of an introduction about who we are. So, Queer in Town first started off three years ago, when we felt that there was a need to create a space for queer Koreans living in Toronto, but also in solidarity and support with other queer Koreans living in Korea. So we decided to, for the first two years, we held two annual film screening events Um, but for the third year we wanted to try something different and something that was a little bit more ongoing rather than a one-day event
1: And something more personal too i I feel like film screening is great for like bigger audience and but then this way we can actually uh, communicate with each individual person who listens to our podcast you guys can send us um, emails and we can email back and we can have uh, future guests and stuff so i think it's more personal And ongoing also.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And informal, hopefully. (laughs) Not as formal (laughs) as it may seem. Yeah, so that's how we started. And uh, we are just about to start a new New project. project. So we're super excited. So we're we're calling this segment um, Querien Speaks. So our two film screening events were called Querien Scene. S-E-E-N. But also S-C-E-N-E. Or so it sounds like Uh, and so the whole point was linking it back to the visual and film screening but because this is a podcast we wanted to choose a verb that actually describes talking
1: and also we you don't hear a lot of um, Korean speaking right in the media or anywhere on the social media so I think um, voicing it out it's nice yeah
0: yeah and so we are gonna start now with our first question of this episode. So every episode we're going to cover a topic or a question and Sean came up with a very Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) sort of first episode title which is Our First Crush.
1: Yeah,
0: so who was our first crush? So Sean, how about you start it off since you
1: thought of the title? Yeah, even to this date I feel like Um, the first crush that I had in my high school years really shaped who I like, like my type of guys Hmm. and I feel like I always go for that kind of look even till now it's like 15 years ago but I still like my ideal guy is is that type and like it I don't know it just yeah it kind of stuck to me so I think it was grade um, grade 10 Mm -hmm. grade 10 he so I lived in the West Coast, and when I first arrived in—oh, um, by the way—I um, arrived in Canada when I was grade eight.
0: Okay, so this crush is in Canada. Basically. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, so when I first arrived, there weren't a lot of Koreans mm-hmm. in the town, so and I didn't really speak any English, and um, it took me like a couple of years to like get settled in and learn the, learn the language. And after a couple of years. A lot of Koreans um, would start to come to our school, and then by the time when I was grade ten, there were like groups of Korean people. So okay. we all like, kind of hung out, and everyone knew each other. Mm-hmm. There weren't too many Korean people because it was a small town, but um, we had a fair amount. And then I think grade ten was the year when I would see um, Koreans who are on the same grade as I am. Okay. That's like coming in. Right. Right. Um. So there was this guy, I think he was transferred from a different school or something, um, but uh, this was a Korean guy. Oh, he's Korean, yeah. okay. It was a Korean guy. <laughs> um, I don't know how I first met him, I can't remember, but the look of, like he had, um, he was about the same height as I am, but he was a little um, bigger, mm-hmm. not like fat, but like I think he did like Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. And he was very active. Okay. Um, and he had like a really fair skin. And then what I really liked about him was that he's. So my my best friend also went to same high school as I am, but she's a girl. Um. So she would tease him. She would like go next to him and then like hold hands or like what do you call it like?
0: Link arms. Yeah, link arms, and then he
1: would like blush up so bad. (laughs) So I, I think something like that, like he he was very shy around the girls, but very masculine when right. he was not around girls. Okay. And I kind of felt that that was very masculine. I, I felt that that was like ideal masculinity in my head. Because hmm. I was playing around with the girls and I had no problem with hanging out with girls. Mm-hmm. But then I was a little more awkward with around the guys. Mm-hmm. And I felt that, oh, maybe I'm not masculine enough. But oh look at him, like he gets shy around the girls. And like yeah. if you look at the media, guy like guys being shy shy around the girls that really shows like they're 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 straight and I think it's like a very stereotypical image mm-hmm. and I thought that it was really cute. <laughs> also, he was a super nice guy. Um,
0: okay, so he wasn't a jerk or anything. He wasn't a jerk. So a good person as well. That's important, right? Yeah, yeah he, not he, just. He was a nice guy. He was built. very very yeah. nice
1: guy. I I would go over to his house after school. He had a big house, I remember. Okay,
0: and, so you guys were actually friends. Yeah, you hung yeah, down. yeah, yeah.
1: Like, all of the Koreans in, the, in my school were friends. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't really pick out why I started liking him or, or any kind of, like, specific episode that I start why I started liking it, but all I could remember is it's just, like, how he looked and how, like, stocky and, like, kind of muscular he was, yep. built he was and how, like, shy and, like, he would, like, blush. Mm-hmm. It, the whole thing just have I don't know, even still to this date, I don't know if he got married, I don't know where he lives now, or okay. or anything, because I I don't keep contact with any of my um, high school friends, but... Um,
0: so when was the last time you actually talked to him, or last well, saw him? That would be so grade 12, like... High school graduation? Yeah, after
1: graduation, and I've never seen him.
0: Okay, he never kept touch. Interesting.
1: Yeah, Even, like, Facebook. I don't think he kept his Facebook account. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I know... I I remember, like, five years ago, people said um, he's getting engaged or or something, but I just... I'm not really sure.
0: Okay. Interesting. Oh. How sweet.
1: It's funny how... um, I think after a couple years of graduation, I would keep asking people, oh, how is he doing? And blah, blah, blah. And in the hopes of... Um, him actually being gay. Because uh. he never had a girlfriend for the right. whole, um, high school years. And okay. then even a couple years after, he never had a girlfriend. But okay. I think maybe like five years after, someone told me that he is in a relationship with a girl. Okay. And my hopes are crushed. <laughs> well, he,
0: for all I know, he could be gay but still in a heterosexual relationship. So. That's too. But that's especially being Korean. But that aside. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah
0: seal yeah reminiscing the past Mm -hmm. right
1: now you know it's cute (laughs) smile comes to my face when i think of him still that's nice yeah yeah although we didn't really do anything i yeah we didn't we didn't do anything more than what a friend would do
0: right it was all the yeah
1: yeah he probably has no idea
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i guess my next question then would be if he was listening to this podcast right now, what would you say to him?
1: Oh, there's like so much to this because um, my high school years was really tough. Um, Mm. So um, we weren't really close, uh, like in grade 11 and 12 years. So um, he didn't do anything nasty to me, like personally, but um, there were circumstances that uh, made me not really want to hang out with the Koreans in my school so I don't know I don't think he has any hard feelings or I don't have any hard feelings for him but if I if he's hearing this right now I really want to keep contact I want to know what's going on in his life and I would like to personally come out to him Mm -hmm. Um, yeah like have a more meaningful relationship Mm -hmm. because I feel like um, when I open up and like come out then yeah just more
0: you'll just be able to flow right yeah like everything about you and your interaction with mm-hmm. ease, and right? I wouldn't feel any
1: awkward and he wouldn't feel any exactly. awkward yeah because um, yeah. I I feel like I don't keep con- contact with any of my high school friends and I feel like high school years it's just lost interesting yeah
0: huh.
1: maybe huh. he'll bring it back yeah. Yeah, please contact me, Sean, for KoreanTown. <laughs> <channel. laughs>
0: <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> okay, thanks, Sean, for sharing that. Um, for myself, so the question of who was my first crush. When Sean first posed this question to me, I was like, what kind of crush are you talking about? Because I remember when I was four or five and having feelings towards another girl. You can call that a crush. Or are you talking about like so that innocent stage oh you had a
1: crush on a girl when you were four?
0: but it's hard for me to actually peg it as a crush because back like when you're that young it's like everything's so innocent but I just knew that I felt different towards her than I did to my um other like male friends for example right so like that could be the first crush that we're talking about but um if we're talking about more when you're approaching puberty and you know actually feeling the hormones in your body and all that type of crush then mine goes to grade 6 like middle school grade 6 7 grade 6 definitely before grade 7 because for grade 7 I'm, you went back I, to, I went uh, back to Korea so grade 6 uh, it's funny because she was actually a friend from elementary school later in the years but uh, we weren't very close at the time but uh, we got to know each other Um, more so in grade five, and definitely more so in grade six. She was a close friend, but um, she was definitely more mature and mature overall. So like physical wise, but also with the crowd that she hung out with. Um, So I I didn't feel maybe at the same level in terms of where she our, was she popular? Our friendship? Yes, yeah, she was like the popular girl. Oh, right. Okay. So it was one like of those situations where I was like, you know, the sidekick. And she was one of the most popular girls um, in the school. And uh, she would be turning turning everyone's heads. Guys and girls, I would say. Right. So she was very popular, um, well liked. Um, you mentioned that I moved back to Korea and then I came back. So what happened was when I came back, I reconnected with her because she was at the high school that I was at. And, um, it was interesting because, um, when I reconnected with her, it was obviously like those feelings came back and oh. we were, we were friends still, uh, cause we were still in the same high school and whatnot. But, um, as she was going through her own sort of sexual orientation, sexuality, she would describe situations. She was basically coming out to me, but she was describing situations of feeling, you know, attraction for same sex or same gender right and so, so
1: let me um try to understand so mm-hmm. you had a crush on her when you were in grade, in grade six. six and then you moved away mm-hmm. and then when you came back mm-hmm. you guys were still in the same school
0: yes well it's, it was a different school but you know because it was the same neighborhood that we uh-huh. all went to you know it was basically our home school right so and
1: you kept that crush all the way through like How how well you, how many years i, I wouldn't
0: say from? it kept it all the way through because like it's not like a thought about her every day while you know I moved away and whatnot. but by the time I came back, um, those feelings I realized were still there initially anyway because you know nothing came about those feelings but when I left, right So uh, those feelings are still there. She was still like very much in, in a low ways popular but maybe not as popular because everyone kind of grew to be their own person at that point in high school. but uh, she was definitely still around, um, still quite popular and still likable. Um, and and we we rekindled our friendship, um, and I also noticed that I still had a, a tiny crush on her, maybe not as big as, grade six when oh, you know right. those hormones were running, but uh, <laughs> definitely had um, attraction towards her. And I re- I just remember, the moment that she was telling me about her, um, liking both guys and girls. Right, and I was like, so dramatic. I, I know, and it was just like a casual conversation that just turned that way, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I feel the exact same way." And so then I realized I think she's coming up to me, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" So this is what it's like to be gay. Like what she's describing is—look, actually, in that moment, I realized that I was gay. If anything, like the term, oh. even though she didn't actually use the term, that in the moment—that was a defining moment for me to realize. Wait a second. I have those exact same sort of feelings too. Like same sort of attraction towards boys and girls, but lately it's been a lot of girls, right? So So it was it was a very very really interesting, interesting moment because it was a crush that I had all this time and then all of a sudden in some in some ways uh, it it, like, it seemed so real all of a sudden too like yeah, yeah, but at the yeah. same time maybe not because like we were still friends, and I just wanted to make sure like our friendship was solid. If anything, I didn't want to ruin our friendship.
1: And you didn't want to go for um, you didn't want to know if she, like your crush was going to be
0: returned. Yeah, I think at that point I was I was crushing over someone else. <laughs> 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 Actually, I had a major crush on some other girl in my high school. So at that point, it was it was it over. It wasn't as important. No, but it was it was just an odd feeling of her coming out to me with someone that I had a crush on for. Um, since I was, time. yeah, for a long time, and then, like, it, it kind of got rekindled, but then her coming out without even me realizing that, you know, that was what was happening, and then to also self-reflect on myself and how I was like, what my sexuality is, and it was just a, such an odd paradox almost, right, and it's almost like you're watching from a third person, um, but then it was also, as I mentioned, a very defining moment in my life to kind of realize, oh, okay, so, so, what I am feeling is not maybe what everyone feels but what she's saying is exactly how I feel too so I guess we're we're different from other people so
1: (laughs) was she your first like friend who came out to you
0: you know what I think I think she was yeah you're right so she yeah definitely now that I look back I didn't even think of that She has such
1: a huge influence on you.
0: Yeah, in some ways she has. My journey came out to much later than that too, but for me to actually admit it to myself in that moment Uh. and to have that turning point, I think that was where, okay. But then, of course, from that point on, there was a lot of internal homophobia that was built in through, you know, the way I was raised and being in a very Christian sort of household and going to church every Sunday. And So at that moment, I realized, okay, this is who I am, but then wait a second, this is not right according to what I'm hearing from schools, from church and, you know, from people around me, Koreans, family and all that, right? So it's like that became a moment where I was I started to retreat in some ways too. Oh my God. As much as it was a self-discovery, it was more of, oh my God, I got to hide now. So at that point, I became even a stronger Christian. Oh, uh, really? To the point where my nickname was Jesus. <laughs> i um, want like, like the, to fight so, off that feeling. Yeah, it was. It was definitely an internal homophobia that I was trying to. You know how some really homophobic people are like the biggest bullies ever, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're also gay, right? They're just trying yeah, to yeah. like cover it up. So that's basically what happened. Um, now that I'm looking back, I didn't realize this, but now that I'm looking back, now that we're talking, <laughs> so as soon as I realized, oh, okay, this is who I am, and wait, this is not what society, well, I should be what I should be according to society that's when I started to retreat and started to have like build a big walls
1: what did you tell her like were you very comforting um accepting
0: yeah I I, 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 I heard her out and I was like oh okay and I remember thinking to myself although I don't know if I actually said it out to her part of me feels like I did but I felt like I said to myself and to her me too
1: or you did, so you did I come out I feel like here. I did. Okay.
0: But I don't know if that registered in her head um, in that moment because she was, you know, going through her own process of coming up to me. So I don't know if she heard what I said or even if I said it, right? So.
1: But you didn't fully come out to her? Like, Not at that point, that you, no. I, I don't I, think so. That you had, like, crushing her and all that? Oh, no, no.
0: no, no hell no. no. <laughs> um, I mean, at that point, I was, I was fascinated, but at the same time, I didn't feel the need to really tell her that I had a crush on her back in the day, but also, like I said, I had a huge crush on some of the girls, so at that point, it was like, you know, kind of almost passed. I almost feel like her coming out to me, even though that may have been a window of opportunity for something to happen, yeah. in some ways, too, it kind of, in, I feel like in some ways, it impacted me in terms of validation of what I was feeling, and then from that point on, I was trying, I was able to kind of get over it, or get over her in some sense, oh. like the feelings that I was feeling for her. But of course, I was crushing on like some other girl too.
1: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so. I can only imagine the, the all the feelings. Of, a, a, yeah, lot a lot things of things going on. A like lot it, of different things going on. Because at, at first, I was I was thinking that uh if I were in that situation, I would be like oh, if I only knew sooner, or things right. like that. Like I, it's, I, I, kind of, I saw it as more like a romantic situation. But I think it for you, it was more like kind of like coming out and like realizing yourself and like too many of the that um kind of personal change
0: yeah i think that was the point where I actually like really identified because definitely when i moved away to korea i definitely had crushes on like my girlfriends there too but it wasn't it wasn't kind of me realizing that that was wrong if anything it was so natural right like as you know like your your feelings for someone you can't help who you like right so um,
1: what, what was the tone of her coming out? Was she um, worried that?
0: No, uh, no she was she, more she like nonchalant casual? about it. Maybe a little cautious, but like she was already a very I like don't know. open
1: person. Yeah. Uh, over minded Mind you, I
0: don't know. If she told everyone in our friend circles. No. I was definitely one of the closest friends in high school at that time. Anyway, she was, yeah. So.
1: Don't you feel that? Like, didn't you ever wonder, like, why is she telling this to me specifically? <laughs> Does she have questions? Like, you never? Things um, like that I never registered. In your no,
0: I only. I always felt like it was because I was one of her, her closest friends, friends. So yeah, that's how I feel. So again, like, I wanted to um, make sure that. I guess in the in that moment, I didn't want to come off homophobic or anything, because not like that was that wasn't my reaction. But I think I just wanted to kind of hear her out and kind of help her process it. But at the same time, realizing that I was processing it myself. But yeah, it was now that I look back, because I didn't really think about it to this degree, like I, I realized how much impact that has had on me and moving forward, how, that may have been the cause for me or that moment of realization may have been the cause for me to actually start retreating and building up walls and trying to putting up a facade in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and trying to overcome what they say, <laughs> um, pray away my gayness, mm-hmm. if anything, which I don't believe works. For those of you out there, never works. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so my first crush kind of it spans over many years, even though there was a, a break of four years in between. But it started off around grade six, and then got rekindled in grade eleven. But um, it, it a long quickly love story. yeah started but, you know. from Canada
1: <laughs>
0: and then back yeah back back Korea and then they came back again mm-hmm. and then. Um, and then I quickly, like us, after, like I said, after that moment of realization, but also her, like sharing that with me, um, like I, I think at that point I was already crushing over someone else for sure. Like uh, it wasn't, yeah. Like otherwise, I, I think I would have thought, oh, moment of opportunity, right? Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way. If anything, I wanted to still have a solid friendship, and like I cared about her, so that was it so
1: yeah so, so I was gonna ask because um, my first crushed shaped um, my preference on guys a lot mm. even to this date do you think that um, she had any impact on your choice of girls?
0: Uh, no not really no I think uh, she I, th- I mean there's definitely no one like her out there that's what I would oh, say really? I because I think everyone is very different. Everyone has their unique kind of strengths and weaknesses, but also different personalities and all that. So she is definitely, like, one beautiful soul. I'll just leave it at that. But I think there are many other beautiful souls out there mm-hmm. that I've been attracted to, and they don't look anything like her, or they're not anything like her personality, or, um, or you know.
1: But would, would other people say the same? Would, would people um, look at your past questions and, like, say that there's a lot of similarities?
0: Mm-hmm. that you don't realize no i don't think so like they, they range honestly <laughs> such a wide range oh now it sounds like i have so many i <laughs> <in the past. laughs> may have but uh yeah so no i would say she's obviously had some impact some major impact major major impact. now that i look back like i didn't realize yeah is. it's never really hit me until I started sharing just now, but because um, you you're hearing this for the first time too, right, Sean? So, mm-hmm. but uh, at the same time, I don't think I wouldn't change anything about it or about the experience. And we're no longer really in touch anymore. Um, once in a while, we kind of reconnect either through random bumping into each other or like I mean, we're very still. Our circle of friends can still kind of overlap, but she's not one of the friends I keep in touch with continuously anymore. So. But I wish her well and hope she's healthy and well and happy. and yeah, So if
1: surprised. she's listening to this right now, what would you say?
0: <laughs> You're turning this on me. Uh, what would I say? I would just say that now that I'm actually reflecting on what impact you've had on my life, it's been a pretty major moment. With I mean, the fact that you were able to share with me back in 1991. Whatever year it was, like, I think that was amazing for you she to do was, that because not a lot of people. She must have
1: been very really, um, brave. Oh, yeah. I,
0: I, yeah, she was definitely more bold and gutsy amongst my uh, girlfriends back in the day. So, definitely seeing where I am today and seeing what you did back then, that was huge on your part. But then to see how that has impacted me and in, in my own self development for the good and for the better, but like, it's all part of it, right? So, I think. Uh, I thank you for that experience <laughs> and I hope that you're doing well. And if you do hear this, you know, reach out. I Esther think- from Korean town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if, if you were to listen to this, you would know that it's you. So there's no question. Otherwise, I just hope you're doing well and we're happy. Yeah, like,
1: like I mean, you, said, you said, yeah. I really thank that guy for, you know, giving me that memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I feel like that crush made my high school a lot brighter and it's a lot <laughs> something to look um like you know think back to um yeah I, I thank him for that I want to say thanks <laughs>
0: yeah I guess it all comes back to being grateful and mm-hmm. thankful for you know our life experiences because. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here today. Right, Sean? Right. <laughs> so that brings us back to our podcast. And um, I think we're, we're pretty much done this first episode. So moving forward, we would like to invite you listeners to send us questions, comments, any ideas for future episodes. You can check us out on Facebook. Check out our website, hereintown.com send us an email all of that is up there on facebook and our website so please feel free to reach out to us
1: yep it's queer plus korean so korean town yes yeah, so it's, we should spell yeah. that out if you just google the korean town like you'll see our website our facebook twitter everything
0: yeah so it's yeah. queer re in town not korean town just... yes okay okay yay <laughs> that was a nice first episode don't you think
1: yep please let us know uh your comments yeah we we love to hear hear back from you guys um, And we'll be back.
0: Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to our very first episode.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: See you later.